Welcome into this week's edition of Heads or Tails. I'm Tony Mulvey, joined by Michael Rudolph, author of our FreightWaves Pricing Power Index. Michael, we are up against a very interesting time in the consumer market, right? You start to see spending starting to slow down. But looking at overall confidence, I mean, consumers are still relatively confident in their current situation, but like they always have been, right? That current situation, largely outside of really, what, 2000, 2009 through 2000, where did it cross over? 2014, 15, where it really crossed over? It's like 2009 spooked the consumer, mm -hmm. which it should have. It was a very rough situation. And it took a while to get out of that situation. They expected things to get better from there. And it took a while to get there. It eventually crossed over. But now we're kind of in the opposite, right? Current situation, they believe, is a lot better than where they expect it to be coming forward. When you look at this, what it, break down, first off, what this consumer confidence index is, and then your takeaways from it. Right, so the consumer confidence index uh, is a uh, component index, or sorry, it's a, a mixture of two different indices. One is how uh, consumers view their present financial situation. The other is how they expect things to develop in the next six months, right? So you hit the nail on the head. You know, humans are just kind of naturally pessimistic. Things are always terrible. Uh, the world's on fire, so on and so forth. So it's not surprising that we would see the expectations index in brown here uh, fall below 100. That's, that's not really the problem. What really is the problem is this wide gap between how they feel about their current situation and how they expect things to develop. It's really the widest in suspense to uh, 2019, which is the run-up to that recession that was avoided somewhat, but then happened because of COVID. I mean, that was an interesting... Uh, yeah, I mean, it was like, what, the shortest recession on record? I mean, right at the two-quarter right. mark, or if that. I mean, it was... But you can see how fast there can be changes in people's view of their present situation, right? I mean, you look back at... 08, 09, I mean, it was within, what, a matter of a couple months. You went from, what, 115 to 75? I mean, that's a couple months or a few months. Same situation happened in 2020, right? Like, things flip on a dime. And you're kind of in this situation now. It's like, it, it feels like we're waiting just for that last, like, thing to drop. Mm -hmm. and, and it feels like the bottom could fall out. At that thing the, is the labor market, by the way. Yes, yeah. it is. And the labor market, I mean, you start looking at some of the, not the headline number. I mean, it is the headline numbers, but you start looking at some of the underlying trends, right? And initial jobless claims up pretty significantly. Job openings declining. A Underemployment, multiple employment, multiple full-time jobs. Yeah, and then it's like the where are the openings versus where are those that are losing jobs right. and where are the claims. Like you're having services and hospitality and leisure things that's where a lot of the openings are, but where you're seeing all the layoffs are in that white collar tech side of the business or jobs. It's, it's, they just don't line up perfectly, right? So you see the 9.9 .9 million job openings versus the, what is it, like three or five million? I mean, it's, it's just under, it's like right at one and a half, 1.6 jobs to every unemployed person. So when you look at that, and then you factor in, Delinquency rates for credit cards, consumers have continued to spend during this time. Interest rates have continued to rise, right? The Fed has kind of left on the table at their last meeting 
like they don't really know what's going to happen. Like they were like, things are going to happen and we're uncertain of where this is going. And, and they talk about it, lending conditions, consumer activity, how this affects employment. Like you know, all these things are like, they're going to have impacts, but we're uncertain. And one of those impacts from raising interest rates is bringing delinquency rates back to not only pre-pandemic levels, but they're accelerating a rate that is alarming. And I think, yes, stimulus helped consumers get out of some of these delinquent rates, mm -hmm. right? You saw, honestly, I'm going to move to the next chart yeah. because I think this one tells... Because we got right back into them. Yeah, it, it, talks to, it can tell the story a little better, right? You see revolving credit, the stimulus factors in 2020 and early 2021 paid, the consumers paid off debt, mm -hmm. which is a good thing. Right. The concern is the rate that they put debt, taken debt back on, it's which wild. is, it's, yeah. it's just in the straight up line. And right now we're at 2.53% delinquency rate on credit card loans from the Federal Reserve. It is very much lag. It is what? We're looking at fourth quarter data and we're now what, half over halfway through the second quarter? Mm -hmm. I mean, you look at this, like this has to, is this a concern? I mean, the ultimate question, heads or tails, this sure looks like a headwind for the PPI and the consumer overall. What are your thoughts? It is a blustery headwind. And I wish I had better news, but I mean, that's what it is. Uh, the reason that, you know, oh, sorry. Okay. The reason that I brought these uh, laggy data indicators on here is because all that negativity for the future I'm equally distrustful of the positivity of the current uh, situation. I don't think the consumer realizes in how precarious their health is at uh, the current current uh, time. Yeah, I mean, you just mentioned it a second ago. Like, there's now options for buy now, pay later on groceries. <laughs> and I think that's a concern when you start looking at the interest, interest rates for things like buy now, pay later. I mean, you're talking 30% interest. You're taking 30% interest on things that you need that are necessities, right? That's a concern. And so is spending on credit cards when the average credit card rate interest rate is now well above 20%. 24, according to Forbes' uh, late, latest weekly data. Yeah, so 24%. And you're having to use that to buy those necessities as opposed to spending on discretionary items, things like that. It's You have to remember this outstanding revolving credit doesn't account for those people that pay off their credit card every month. This is those that are carrying balances mm -hmm. month to month. And the rate that that has grown is awfully concerning because it is faster than what we saw leading into 20, 2008. And it, the, just the pace that we've seen, I think overall, like you said, this is a blustery headwind for the consumer, which will ultimately lead into the freight market because the freight market is driven heavily heavily influenced by what the consumer is doing. But Michael, thank you so much for joining me, us on this session of Heads or Tails. Right now, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more Freight Waves now.